Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Liam, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, George. Hello. And Grant. Hello there. Each episode of Flawless, one of the hosts or a guest nominates an album they think is flawless, and we talk to them about why they love it, how they discovered it, and why they think it's flawless. We have a Patreon. You can back us from as little as $1 a month on there, and there's content bonuses at 5 and $10 a month. You can find us at patreon.com slash flawlessamp. And we are also now part of the Play On Radio Network, along with some other great music and sports podcasts. So How good's that? It's so good. We're so fancy. We are super fancy. Yes. Our episodes air on Monday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time, so you can hear us on playonradio.live. So we are joined by a special guest today. So would you like to introduce yourself and let us know a bit about yourself? Hi, thank you so much for having me. My name is Saya and um, I've been playing music for a really long time. I, I started playing in a band called Sekiden, um, which is like a Brisbane synth, sort of synth punk pop band. Mm-hmm. Very good one. Um, what instrument you. did you play, Mal? Uh, I was playing synthesizers <gasps> and I sang. So I'm, I collect analog synthesizers. So I'm very... Um, <laughs> As one does. Quite <laughs> a bit, bit nerdy. And then, uh, and then maybe in 2007, 2008, I joined Regurgitator and started touring with Regurgitator full-time. Um, and oh, then I've done two solo albums just under my own name, Saya. Um, and then on the side, I have my own podcast, which is also kind of a music podcast called mm-hmm. Hearsay, um, which is spelled H-E-A-R-S-E-J, <laughs> which I really don't feel like I, I really truly thought it through. I just thought it was like a really funny pun. And because um, your name is spelled mm-hmm. right, S-E-J-A <laughs> for Saya. Right. And so. a good pun is its own reword. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. But, you know. <laughs> that joke is. It's kind out. of, it's. It's kind of annoying having to say it's it's kind of like he is sedge, but yeah. he is oh. <laughs> oh, that's really sad. So I I feel like, but my whole life is like that. People didn't really know what Sekiden was either, and they, you know, when you say, "Oh, my band's called Sekiden," everyone go, "What?" Yeah. So, um, anyway, not, reg- not regurgitated though. Most <laughs> no, regurgitated. Yeah, even I've heard that. I'm from Africa. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't make up that name. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Um, anyway, so there, and also on on the side of that, I also have a textile business called Pulse Width where I make tiny instruments out of felt and oh I sell goodness. them online. You're so much cooler and I feel so intimidated right now. <laughs> and no. you have a full-time job over and above all of that. Yeah, I also work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Pop but up. I have so I have like four full-time jobs. <laughs> Within yeah. 24 well done. Hours cool. Yeah. Well, welcome to Flawless. <laughs> Thank you. Did you want to let us know what album you've nominated today? Yes. So the album I've nominated today is Mellow Gold by Beck. Vegetables, dog food stalls with the beefcake panios. Kill the headlights and 
which is um, an album of his which was released in 1994. And I think this album is absolutely flawless. Nice. Well, that's probably why you brought it yeah. to this podcast. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that's it good. here. Then. You're in the right that's place. Good. Yes. You wouldn't be the first. You would not be the first person to bring an album and then decide it wasn't flawless. But yep. that's another story. That, for that's, sure. that's a dark, yeah, cool. that's a so, dark day. Yeah. So Mellow Gold is the third studio album by Beck, released on the March the first, 1994, by DGC Records. Um, it was yeah. It was his like I said, his third album. His third album in basically a year. So he mm. put albums out in '93 and then another one in '94. And this one, and then another one later in '94, before going on to have a bit of a break, which it well deserved. Um, what? How did you discover Mellow Gold? So the first single off their record, "Loser," was um, kind of a big indie hit, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it was on um, it was on the radio a lot, and it was on Rage a lot. Um, but it, to be honest, it didn't make me fully embrace this album. Um, the thing, the memory that I have when I was in grade nine. Uh, no, when I was in grade eight, I, um, I went on a ski trip with my school and, um, I w- you know, I got like the best seat on the double-decker bus, which is the, the first seat on the second level. Right. And someone had left a cassette tape. So I guess this is, I want to say this is before CDs, but it definitely wasn't before CDs. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I remember Pretty having close. like a Walkman with me. I didn't have a Discman. And um, someone had left a cassette tape on the second level of the bus right where at the you front sitting? where I was sitting and I Unreal. remember putting the tape into my Walkman and um, this song called Beer Can came on I had no nice. idea what it was it was before <laughs> it was before so internet yeah. so I couldn't just like get my phone out and put like the lyrics in yeah um, but what I really remember about it was like it completely blew my mind I thought it was the most amazing song I'd ever heard What I really remember about it was the sample, mm-hmm. um, the I'm sad and yeah. I'm oh, happy, yeah. right? And then, and then it reverses, and I was like, "Whoa, what is that?" <laughs> I'm sad and unhappy, but not sad. And um, but yeah, just the whole vibe of the song, I just really loved. And then uh, in nineteen. 19- 95, maybe, maybe 95 or 96, um, I went to my first ever festival, my first ever live festival. It was a festival called Somersault, which was at the Gold Coast at the Spit. Oh, um, wow. And the lineup was insane. It was um, like Beastie Boys. It was like pretty much like my all of my favorite bands at the time, and I was nice. only like 15. Yeah. Um, so it was like Beastie Boys, Pavement, Bikini Kill, Foo Fighters' first show in Australia. Um, Beck, Sonic Youth. Um, Stop! It was, oh my god, honestly, I'm just dying over here. <laughs> it was honestly insane. The Amps played. So it's like um, Kim Deal's band after the Breeders, and cool. um, I can't remember. Yeah, it was just like the most insane day, and it was my yeah. first ever festival. And I thought, this is you know, this is like every every festival is going to be like this. Sure. And, yeah. I, and, <laughs> and then you went to another. I, I never say, went yeah. to another festival. You set, set, the, set the bar a little bit too high for the first one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I saw Beck play there and then I was like 
fucking hooked. My yeah. eyes, they fuck. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All good. <laughs> we, we're E for explicit. Yeah, yeah. I was really, really hooked. We are marked E for explicit. Yeah. That's all good. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, so 15, this bit, mm. and then line up like that. That is unreal, huh? Mm. Yeah. Wow. And, and my grade eight ski trip, which was the introduction. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And how fortuitous that there's a cassette where you're sitting. I know. It was <laughs> you like put a, it in an SBA can. Some might list. say like, fate. So not, la- not labelled or anything? Some you, didn't, you didn't know what it was going to be. Not even labelled. You not laid out. I yeah. really hope that was a mixtape made by a guy for a girl and she like, was like totally not into women. What is, women it? What is this beer can nonsense? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, where is shit. this guy? I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's funny. I don't remember any of the other songs on that cassette tape. Right. I just remember that song. Nice. So hang on. It wasn't even the album. It was no, just it was beer can. Just beer can. Yeah. Like and you mix- tracked beer can that down. Was like a lo- that was a to- total mixtape for someone. Yeah. This is oh, like yeah. one of the greatest I zoned in. Ever. I zoned in. <laughs> hey. Lovely. Yeah. So, okay, well, if you don't mind, how did you track down beer can then? Because this has taken some initiative. Yeah, so then I think um, I must have heard... Music store. Yeah, I think I must have like talked about it and someone said, um, oh, like, oh, yeah, that's this, this album, Mellow Gold by Beck. Um, and then I bought Stopped. the album and I like the rest and that was, is, that I was the rest obsessed. And I was that. honestly, it's really funny because I think at that age, you're, and I don't, I don't know if it's the same for boys, but I think as a girl, um, you're so obsessive at that age, like 15. Um, and I was, def- and you're definitely like a music sponge as well. And I just remember thinking like, holy fuck, I need to know everything there is about this album. I need to know everything there is about this artist. Um, I was with you. I was totally the same. Like going yeah. through my teenage formative years, and like, yeah. I just needed to know. What was yours, George? Oh, uh, I had well, I had a lot, but there was this um, boy that I was really into, and he played Deftones for me <laughs> when I was um, thirteen, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Yeah. Um, and then I got fully, and I still am, um, fully yeah. into Deftones, and they're playing in Brisbane, and I'm like, "No, I need to go to that." Um, even though I am, <laughs> it's been what. Uh, 21 years since that happened um, yeah. I'm still really into it uh, but they yeah. were like and then Nirvana clearly like sure. it doesn't matter what age you are when mm-hmm. when someone goes this is Nirvana you go yeah it is so yeah. Um, yeah. I got totally into them yeah. and I was like I'm not listening to your crap anymore parents <laughs> I'm gonna listen to my own stuff um, yeah so and I, I like these loud heavy guitars and yes. all this interesting crap so yeah yeah so that totally. was a bit of my world yeah. So, George, yes. keep on keeping going with you. Had you heard Mellow Gold, assuming you've heard of Beck before? Beck? We I mean, is that, that who we're talking about? Have you heard Mellow Gold before? Yes, I have. I previously had it in a house I lived in with a partner I am no longer with, and it was in his possession when we parted Uh-oh. ways. Right. So, um, the Beck back catalogue belonged mm. to him. Right. So, yes, this is painful cool. for me. Uh, but know. yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's so not sorry. painful. I'm just joking. Um, um, I have Spotify, I don't care. Um, uh, yeah, so I've definitely heard the album before. Cool. Um, Loser, obviously, being the Loser key song the from it. Yeah, mm. like that was the first thing I heard yeah. when I was a young person. And then I saw the video when MTV Europe came out and I was just like, what is this? And you're, you're pretty, but weirdly pretty. So, yeah, uh, yeah this is kind of an, an odd time. So, definitely heard the album before. Cool. Grant. Had you heard Mellow Gold before? Yes, although not when it was initially released. Right. Um, Just oh, yesterday. Loser, no. <laughs> but maybe, um, maybe a couple of years ago I thought I need to listen to the whole album end to end. Right. Um, From I, having I, just so, known Loser before. Yeah, correct. Yep. And so, you know, Loser was massive in, in SA, made it. Yeah. Um, but uh, the whole album probably with iTunes 
I thought, oh, I need to listen. To. I think he's released, whenever his last release of the last album was, I thought, oh, I need to circle back and go back to what he started with. Yeah. Um, and definitely listen to it then. Because so. that was yeah. an interesting thing. Nothing on the album sounds like Loser. Yeah. So Loser, Correct. So Loser explodes, and I'm sure there are thousands of people running out going, oh my God, I'm going to buy an album full of songs like Loser. And I think they would have been sorely. Disapp- I, I, I think the guitar parts def- are very in keeping with like half yeah, of the record. Yeah, but I think I think you'd have to. But if it's you not just the- like I love the poppiness of Loser and I want that guy. Uh, then I think you would be sad. Yeah, but yeah, I thought I Beer Can was kind of poppy too. Beer Can's that yeah, reminded yeah. me of that. Still my Soul sunshine. Jerk. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It just had that kind of like. So the reason language. I said that, Grant, was how did you find the album then, having just heard Loser before and possibly going, oh. Maybe yeah, it's a bit of losers. I, I, and I, I think that was it coincided, forgive me, with my waxing and waning through becoming the world's greatest guitarist. Right. I need a lot of that work on sense. And I bought <laughs> yeah. a slider. Is it a slider? Slide? Yep. Yeah. A slide glass one to play. Nice. The riff. You bought a glass yeah. one. Yeah. Well, is there, well, I wouldn't know there's any other kind. You can use I wear, a bit, I walked you in. No, you can use the top of bottle. a beer bottle. Sure. Yeah. I, I could have. Did you go into a guitar that? store and say, can I please get a slider? So, um, so I, I don't know. I don't know steal. if I said that. <laughs> I really don't. But so I know online specifically... coolest slider ever. No, I don't no. know if you've heard of me, but <laughs> I am Google the search. best guitarist. And can no, I please have a slider. I'm, I'm aspiring to be and a resonator guitar. I want nothing just, less. Yeah, just aspiring to be. You know, and, and you need to be able to play that riff. Yes. If yeah. you want to sure. for eternal sure. glory. There's a lot the of beautiful slide in this album. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. Like, but I had to start with loser, so that was why I specifically remember buying said glass mm. thing for a guitar. Slide. Yeah. Let's go with that slide. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. What about you? Had you heard the album before? Oh, I was wondering if anybody would ask. Um, oh, sorry, <laughs> Waiting so desperately. I've talked before about I started getting into music in like ninety six, ninety seven, and basically the very first album that I listened to and part of that was Odelay. Yeah. And then of course, oh. as soon as you play Odelay, you're like, oh, I'm going to get the whole back catalog. Yeah. And me and my whole friends just got obsessed with everything that Beck did. Mm. So this album, I've um, my friend Rob basically got every single album looked up every single song, found every single sample, and then went and grabbed every one of those samples so he could start deconstructing stuff. Wow. So this is one of the formative albums for me, yeah. listen, starting to listen to music wow. and starting to come into it as well. So That's formative. Yeah, we really, really loved it. And yeah. it was just like, yeah, like first couple of listens would have been like, oh, this isn't Loser and, you know, sure. and it doesn't sound like, it doesn't necessarily sound like Odelay either. Like it's not up to that level yet. Yeah. But it's just, it, once you realize it's its own thing, it's really, really Definitely. cool. Mm-hmm. I ha- I feel like I need to preface this chat with um, saying that I, I haven't, I don't really, I haven't been into many things that Beck's done post Midnight Vultures. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, yeah, I feel you like I need you to didn't, set that straight. So you didn't buy the sheet music <laughs> and play it for no, yourself? No, I didn't. <laughs> And I, you know, it good on him for doing stuff. Mm. I just, and I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's just that I started not really being into what he was doing. I definitely feel like he changed the way that he did stuff and mm-hmm. he's changed the way that he started singing. Yeah. And so um, I, I was just like, nah, I don't, I'm not into it anymore. I, I really like Guero still. But yeah, then Guero's okay. Everything after that, like yeah. people were saying, oh, it's so good. He's creating these, you know, Beck's got these little pop nuggets yeah. going on. I'm like... I don't need pop nuggets no. from Beck. There's lots of people out there I doing pop nuggets. He, yeah, yeah, I want him to merge genres that yeah. no one ever thought of merging right. before. And then, yeah, yeah. even C- everyone says Sea Change is their favorite Beck album, and I mm. just, I, 
all those people are dead yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Everyone can have their own favorite Beck album. Yeah. But um, all of the earlier ones are like completely my mm. my thing. And this was the f- this was the first one that I truly loved. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, did you want to talk to us about some of your favorite songs and sort of yeah how you came to find them? Did you sort of did you love it as soon as you put it on once you did get hold of Mellow Gold or did it take yes. a few listens to get into it? No, Absolutely. straight away. Absolutely. I think my first favorite songs were um, like Pay No Mind. I always really loved, mm-hmm. which is the second song on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, was it a? Did you uh, for hist- historians yeah. CD? Yeah, I got the CD. You got the CD. Yeah, I got, so you got the, the CD. Tape. Yeah, can. Um, CD. Okay. I Good. also I got the single and the single I was obsessed with the B sides. I don't know if any of you have heard the B sides. I don't know if you went no. that deep. No. no. Well, um, I might have at the time, but I've since yeah. forgotten it. But they there was a really great song on it um, called "Super Golden Black Sunchild," and and he kind of sang like ha 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 like the whole way through it. Yeah. And he also had like a little um like a giggle. And I, I remember just going, oh, my God. <laughs> is, is he your man crush? Is he a crush of yours? Oh, fuck yeah. I remember. <laughs> oh, well, I'm giving you Have yeah. you seen him recently? Like, seriously. Like, how is he 49? Yeah, I know. he's not he, age, he hasn't aged No, he, looks he still all. looks like the loser video, but yeah. just better dressed. <laughs> but he's one of those people that I would never actually want to meet, I don't think. Never yeah. meet it, your heroes. No, because if he said anything weird, it would ruin my entire childhood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's bad. But, and that's a yeah, so back so Pay No Mind, I really love that song. It was like quite mellow and a bit like Dylan-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, With harmonica. So harmonica at the end. Um, there's that little bit at the start where um, he says... This song, too, on the album. This is the album right here. Burn the album. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's Beck sped up. And that yeah. voice is... Um, that voice is all through this other album that he did called Stereopathetic Soul Manure. And I remember being obsessed with that, like wondering if it was him. And um, a friend of mine, I think, actually like slowed it down in Pro Tools. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's definitely back. Nice. <laughs> That's dedicated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is dedicated. It's actually got the... F- um, I really enjoyed the lyric in there cause, uh, where he said... Give the finger to the rock and roll singer as he's dancing upon your paycheck. I've like, got that exact same line. Yeah, down. I was yeah. like, yeah, you know it. <laughs> there's actually, there's this really weird, I didn't know this at the time, but a friend of mine has a copy of, of Mellow Gold that has a different version of Pay No Mind on it. Right. Wow. Um, and it has an extra verse. Oh. And I remember at the time too, like this is how obsessed I was. I was like buying cassette bootlegs, yeah. you know, of oh, I used to do that mail order. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, really? <laughs> like yeah. mail order bootlegs, because um, you know that was like when you were still getting like mail about your favorite artists. And if you're, lo- and then they'd send you <laughs> flyers post, to yes. gigs in your area. That real, kind of thing. Real post. Yep. Um, and he always changed the words to it. He actually al- always changed the words to loser at the time because I think. It was such a big hit that, and he was really jarred by the fact that um, that it was a hit that he would change. Because I think he always, I was always reading articles where he was like hating the word slacker, and they always right. talked about this album being a slacker it's theme like a rock and, and stuff. Mm. Um, okay. And uh, so he would change instead of saying "I'm a loser, baby," he would say "I'm a goldfish, baby." So why don't you feed me, or you <laughs> yeah. know, like just change it to nice. something completely different. Nice. Um, and he did the same with Pain No Mind. He would change the lyrics and I was always like 
you know, lapping it up. <laughs> so wow. you've you've his second or third house was down to you yeah. buying all the Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, but he wouldn't have got any of the oh, money no, from none bootlegs. Of the bootlegs. Yeah. That's so true. it's just been some guy. He just helped some someone guy. with like a double cassette player. That's fair enough. And um, then I also the thing that I remember about this album was I was always really fascinated about what instruments he played mm-hmm. because before the internet you just like you couldn't really research someone. Yeah. And so, you know, I was wondering like if he played the slide guitar, if he played because some of the drums sound like the the break beats sound like they mm-hmm. might be played live or mm. um He's and, got a lot of hip hop drum influence on this. Yeah, record. lots yeah. of break he mixes beats. it with all the other yeah. genres, but he's just got there's like a such a strong hip hop theme, like yeah. the way he holds his mic yeah. uh, and sings into the microphone, you're like really you're yeah. like that's really interesting totally. and distorts everything and, yeah but there's like hip-hop beats and, and then there's just some slide guitar and you're still out on a country deck somewhere but <laughs> you've got you've just got this like weird like i don't know run dmc behind you or something totally. it's, yeah it's like a, a an odd combo but he loves that right yeah. he loves yeah. doing that in all of totally. his work and it, but there's also like weird instruments on it, like sitar and stuff. I was going like, to say, it's not credited yeah. as sitar. And I didn't know if he just down tuned and really messed with the tuning yeah. of a guitar. But I that song is Steal My Body Home. Yeah. 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 So I always wondered, you know, like, is there, does he play all of these instruments? And one of the B-sides to Loser was this song called MTV Makes Me Want to Smoke Crack, <laughs> which has a like a jazz piano bit. Um, and I was always like, oh, I wonder if he's playing that jazz piano. Like I, he was such a mystery that yeah. I just didn't know like how good he was at stuff, you know, mm-hmm. what instruments he played. From seeing him live, you know the people that he surrounds himself with are all multi-instrumentalists yes. as well. So you can totally see they just go into a studio and go, oh, yeah. can anyone play that? And like three of them put their hands up and like, all right, Dave, yeah, you can do totally. it this time or someone else can like, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just almost like a collective just with that ringleader out the front. Yeah, that's right. And I, I guess his whole career has kind of been like that. Mm. And then, and so I guess it was some of the songs, I think he wrote three songs that were written and co-produced by this guy, Carl Stevenson. And he was, um, he was the guy that was like playing around with samples. And I think he co-wrote um, Beer Can and Loser and maybe one other song, Soul Sucking Jerk maybe. And he, um, he, apparently the story is that when they wrote Loser together, um, and Beck was like trying to rap and he was like, oh, I'm a really shitty rapper. So the, <laughs> so the chorus was ended up being about him saying like, I'm a loser baby because he's oh, like okay. a bad rapper. Um, and then like Carl apparently got, he had some like mental health issues and he um, started getting really paranoid that like Beck was saying so much negative stuff about like, so why don't you kill me? And he actually le- legitimately thought that someone was going to kill Beck. Right. And so... He, um, they sort of washed their hands of each other like they had a falling out after the album uh, because Carl was really worried that Beck was like attracting all these negative energy, energy <laughs> well, very negative stuff. The album is very kind of abstract autobiographical anyway, isn't it? So like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff in there where it's just directly, this is what's happened, this happened in my life, I'm going to write yeah. a song about it. Like, so, but I'm going to make it weird and I'm going to make it rhyme or I'm going to make it syncopated or something, but it's still autobiographical and odd. Yeah, so, totally. Cool. Every song is sung from the first person point of view. Like it's always, I even the, so like Nightmare Hippie Girl where it's mostly about she does this, she does that. Mm-hmm. It's still about what she does to him. Yeah. So it's, I do this, I do this. It's not like a third person character or anything like that. So it's always yeah. just, and it's always a mixture between like the completely abstract lyrics. So it's just like, this doesn't make, 
any sense at all? Like, is it just because I used to have a theory that he just picked the words that fit into the place or the first thing that came into his head, mm-hmm. but then my friends you say no no it's just it's got a meaning to him that you don't necessarily know about or he's done mm-hmm. a lot of drugs or whatever it is so <laughs> no. there'll be some lyrics that is like i don't know what this means at all and yeah. then some that are just like just nails it straight on the head yeah. that first was like hits you right at the start which is like that dancing on your paycheck one yeah it's really cool and meanwhile mellow gold is a strain of weed yeah so i think there's definitely a lot of yeah. weed and acid and various other yeah. things being done at all times with <laughs> well, i think there was discrimination there was no discrimination. no no they were happy yeah. to do whatever they, whatever they came whatever. their way yeah. well i was pretty sure that sweet sunshine was definitely drug related yeah like it was um i wrote down like in my notes this is what i imagine a heroin come down sounds like <laughs> like it just it was that weird kind of uh you know I want to get up off the floor. I want to run to the devil to get me some more. I'm like, yeah. Like, bucket yeah. full of blood. He yeah, exactly. Bucket full of blood. blood. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, to, having had friends who may be afflicted in the past, I'm like, yep, I know people throw up blood when they're coming sure. down, doing this. And I was like, listening to it going, this is train spotting in yes. a song a little bit. But it was, and talking about a sweet sunshine. And then it had all those oohs and ahs at the end. Yeah. And, and then the it sounded like a swarm of wasps or something. It's <laughs> one of the samples. And you're like, yeah. what are you even doing? What are you imagining right now? Yeah. yeah. So you talk about like the drug element. I'm like, yep, no, no straight mind comes <laughs> up with this. <laughs> Sorry. I heard apparently he never played that song live ever. Oh, really? Yeah, he never played Sweet maybe Sunshine. Yeah. Just too just not close. on record. Yeah, yeah, it happened in the moment and he can't recreate yeah, it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Fair enough. Doing yeah. the drugs right before the show or something. Maybe <laughs> not a good idea. It was, yeah, it's a really great song. Like, I really enjoyed how psychedelic and weird it was. Um, and yeah. it starts with that jewelry box tinkle. Yeah, just for like that's a right. Few, like, like a, a little second music box thing. of a yeah. music box. And then you're like, done, next. doesn't yeah. come back i was expecting it no. to come back in as a sample but it's like nope yeah that's just how we're starting maybe and, I, and then in my head i was like hey, maybe he hides his drugs in a jewelry box and <laughs> yeah. i was like, like that's the thing and maybe. i was like extrapolating maybe. to the end degree i never thought about that as a drug song i think i just always thought of that as like a i didn't actually know what i thought that song was about but um, I always liked that it was called Sweet Sunshine and it was really kind of dark. Yeah. Well, it's like Golden and Brown, the yes, old classic song. I know. People are going, oh, that's a lovely song. You're like, yeah, no, no, it's not. That's, <laughs> about that's definitely about heroin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, oh, it's a lovely day as well. It's, yes. uh, it's like, yep, that's also not a nice song. So, But put a good tune behind it and anyone yeah. will believe you. I um I really really loved the song "Truck Driving Neighbors Downstairs." Yeah, yeah. So good. it was one. when I was first starting to play guitar around this time. Um, it was an easy little riff to learn yeah. on the acoustic guitar. Nice but it's it's got and swear words in it. It's got um. a lot of swear words <laughs> in it. Um, and also, um, I think the story about the intro of it, which is like literally two people fighting, mm. they were actually his neighbors. Come on, motherfucker! Put your clothes on! Come on! 
He was just started recording because that was when he was recording. He recorded the whole album like on an eight track in his mm. lounge room, and um, yeah, he just started recording his neighbors fighting. And they're like, "Come on, motherfucker, put your clothes on, come on!" So this is probably a good time to talk about the fact that the version on Spotify is cleaned up. It's not oh, explicit, and there's and it's not. They didn't just silence it or bleep it. They've actually done some production tricks to keep the beat going, but just take out the coarse language. And I had like. I don't know why you would do that. I was sad in my heart because there's lots of coarse language all the way through this. One of the songs is called Motherfucker, right? Yeah. So So what do they do? How did they fix that one? Um, Everyone's trying to get you, mother. (laughs) It hits that beat. It's just, it's terrible. That entire song is based around swearing. Yes. And the second song as well. No, third song. Fucking with my head is just all stars with my head yeah. and just they just take it out of the, it's just wow. I don't you, but you can uh, have like E on it Spotify it's fine like yeah, that's the thing that's, otherwise entire like the, genres the wouldn't is, exist yeah maybe it's a weird like Geffen thing or something yeah it must yeah whoever uh, put it up there must have decided to do a thing so I kids re- can listen to Loser yeah that's funny I, I didn't realise that happened until you said it the other day yeah. in our group so like, chat should I get these guys to track some other way <laughs> oh, I, I do on iTunes so oh okay oh, that's good so, yeah. so Apple iTunes music, is fine, but Spotify yeah. isn't. Apple music's oh, okay. I, I went YouTube, so yeah. everyone yeah. everyone rips it onto YouTube. Yeah. Um, in Chuck Driving Neighbors Downstairs, the uh, the beautiful lick of lyrics, I'm sure other people yes. have got. As a chorus, yeah. that's yeah. just like, yep, wow. it's right. so good. <laughs> so this is what we're learning about in this song. That's right. <laughs> and I also, all of his vocals were slowed down on this song. Mm. And then this is something I wanted to talk about a lot in this um, for this album is all of his falsetto. I fucking loved it so mm-hmm. much when I first heard it. And he did a lot of falsetto when I saw him at Somersault. Mm-hmm. So he w- it was just him and an acoustic guitar. Um, and I remember just thinking like, He's got such a great sort of like innocent high falsetto um, that's all across Mellow Girl. It's all across like One Foot in the Grave and Stereopathetic Soul Manure. And then he kind of stopped doing it. It's almost like that was like his innocent period. And then later on he was too serious to mm. to be silly and yeah. to be like free and do this like amazing falsetto. Um so yeah, and he does a really amazing one in Truck Driving Neighbors mm-hmm. Downstairs. Like all through the end is like all falsetto. Um, and it's the best. Yeah. It's so good. So Music. you just saw him once? Well, no, I've seen him a lot since then, but oh. that was my first time. Yeah. Please. And it was special because oh, he, well, it was, always it was just be him and an acoustic guitar. Where else? Um, so then I've seen him like on pretty much every tour since then. Um, and... Yeah, so I've just been it. like a really big. Yeah, I just was a really he big is fan. He's your sweet sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that yeah, even now where I'm not actually like a, I don't, I don't know if I consider my, I almost feel weird saying I'm a big Beck fan because 
I'm not a big Beck fan of the latest few yeah. albums. That's okay. But um, but I'll still go see but him you've play. you've grown. He's grown. Yeah, I'll still That's go cool. see him play. It's okay. If people come together and they go apart, it's all yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Did so, you, the so the uh, second time I saw him was at the V Fest. Did you see him at the yeah, V Fest I did. show? Yeah. And they had um, so obviously the, little the whole album show. through. Yeah, they yeah. Had, they love percussion. Obviously, big thing for percussion. They had like a whole dining room. They were all sitting up at a dining room table, and they were all playing things. So like playing the plates and using the forks to tap things, and using that to create a percussion thing wow. that he could then sing over. It was so yeah, cool. It was pretty great. Oh, where wow. was that yeah. Yeah, on the Gold Coast again? Gold Coast or? was yeah. on the yeah. Parkins I can't remember where it was, but yeah. Yeah, like Beckett, awesome. Smashing Pumpkins, and I oh. think Pixies as well. Yeah, Pixies, wow. yeah. Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. Pet Shop Boys. There we go. Now, now Grant's you on find board. Out what, well, you find out what they, what the, how they were called, the Pet Shop Boys. That changes yeah. everything, doesn't it? Jeez. Fair enough. Um, well, no one's asked me, but yeah, I've seen Back Live. Yeah, fine, whatever. Cool. Yeah. You can jump in and tell us. <laughs> I know. I've done, oh, yeah. I've done it before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen Beck in the in the uh, United, Kingdom United Kingdom that may not be not how United. may not be not United. Quite as United as it was last yeah, week. Yeah, oh, uh, sure. let's see. By the time this broadcast, yeah. let's see how United it is. Um, but in the what is currently informally known as United Kingdom, I saw I've seen Beck at festivals, but never at gigs. Yeah. So I've seen Beck at least two times so probably reading and leeds fest or it could have been v fest over in the uk so mm. i've seen beck a couple of times but um so because i heard this when i was um young and on the radio i heard loser on the radio around the time it came out so i was a young person um and then when mtv came out they played the video a lot so and that i was probably 12 at that point and then i started going to festivals on my own when i was 13 so i was like going to a festival for three nights and hanging out in why did my parents let me but um beck <laughs> played at least two of the ones that i went to yeah. so and it was always a really good show it and, is amazing yeah. live mm. And especially around the time that like Odelay and Midnight Vultures came mm-hmm. out, those two albums, he was such high energy. Yeah. And it was a real spectacle, you know, it was fucking so cool. And so, yeah, it's good. He's a good, yeah. he's a good live performer. Like, mm. he, music is his life, not just, yeah. he's not just a recording artist, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, totally. So the first time I saw him was at Festival Hall here in Brisbane, which is sadly no longer here. Mm-hmm. And that was, it must have been 97 or 98. Yeah, that, that Odalay tour. Yeah, yeah, and that was before online ticket sales. So I was like, okay, Beck's coming. The world loves Beck. I'm a white man, age 18 to 25, and I have strong opinions about Beck, and so does everybody else. So this is going to sell out. So i got to get to the ticket office, which is just in Festival Hall, at like 3 a.m. I've got to get there. Because like, <laughs> I've got to line up. On the day? Or no, no. Weeks before? On the day the tickets, so three months before released. the day tickets go sale, there's going to be a line of people up the door, up the street. I'm going to have to be there at 3 a.m. We're going to have to just sort it out, get there. The <laughs> earliest I could get there was 5 a.m. because we were busing and that was when the buses Aww. started. Got there and I was like, yeah, I'm in second place. Okay. <laughs> um, by the time the tickets went on sale at eight o'clock, literally five people were in the queue. Oh, like, you're so Could have cute. just rocked up at eight o'clock and just gone. I'd like a ticket, please. I'd like please. a ticket, please. That would be fine. <laughs> phone tickets? There probably was phone tickets. And there might yeah. have, like, that might have even been 98, 99. You might have started getting sort of some mm. of the online stuff as well. But yeah, yeah, I think most people were either doing it on phone or it just didn't sell out in five minutes. Liam's yeah. crazy. Well, He's I'm disappointed purist. with this. I was really sad. I'm sad really for <laughs> Brisbane. They're poorer. But, like, but me and all my friends were like, yeah, we were here. Yeah, we you know, yeah. know how important it is. <laughs> That's a credit, bud. You're so pure. Yeah. Oh, special. <laughs> I love really it so sweet. much. <laughs> I remember when the internet first like came to Australia or like when my friends got the internet. So I don't think we got the internet for a little while. 
Um, but my friend was trying to explain what the internet was to me. And, and the way that she explained it to me was, yeah, there's, so there's a lot of like articles about Beck. And I went, what? You, what do you mean? Why? I want to see these articles. And so this That's was cool. before, um, but I guess before we had, any of us had email. I mean, we didn't have yeah, the internet, sure. so I sound like I'm a hundred. But um, so she used to print the all of the pages that she could find on Beck off the internet. This is my best friend, Lucy in Melbourne. And still your best friend? Yes. Good. She used to print all of the Beck pages and then she used to fax them to me. And I would get like a stack. Facsimile. I would get like a a fax stack that was maybe like, you know, like a centimeter thick of just like Beck articles. And then I would take them all into my room and read them obsessively. (laughs) That's the cutest cutest thing ever. But how's your friend go to Melbourne? How did you... Oh, well, so, you're from Victoria originally? Yes, yeah, so I'm German. That's a whole new and story. I, yeah, sorry. So my Wow. <laughs> Come on. So I my moved, wife's from Victoria. I need to know this stuff. Well, I'm from, from Germany actually. Sure. And when I moved um to Australia when my family moved to Australia because my dad got a job in Melbourne. He worked for Mercedes. I've and heard so of them. um we moved to <laughs> Melbourne and uh then we moved so we lived in Melbourne for about uh five or six years and then we moved to Brisbane. But there's no Mercedes factory in Brisbane. No, he changed jobs at that point. Shame Do you still yeah. speak German? Yeah. Die Katze ist auf dem Tisch. Really? <laughs> I wish. Is it Deutsch? I wish. We, we needed these two. The cat is on the table. episode like oh. six weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we, we did an album that was German because we decided that oh. language was no barrier and we would still be able to understand the songs. And we album. were wrong. We were wrong. We were oh. very, very wrong. What album did you do? Die Arzte. Die Arzte. Oh, yeah. Die Arzte. Die Ärzte. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's trust the German, right? My hometown assembles the C-class Mercedes-Benz in oh, East right. London, South Africa. So there are wow, lots of German people. And That's <laughs> not the one that had that kept rolling. No, that was the A-class. A-class is in Brazil. But A- A-class I don't know had they kept rolling, <laughs> rolling in the... Uh, I don't know. That I've had never that been in test. a car that nice. <laughs> so, C-class Mercedes-Benz. East London, South Africa, for oh, those right. listeners here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so interesting. On uh, interesting things, I just really had to mention uh, Nightmare Hippie Girl because yeah. oh, yeah. it amused me so much. Because uh, yes. I love um, th- uh, like interesting things when I like it when boys talk about girls and they talk about them in such a way you're like you don't know how to talk about girls <laughs> and it was like the whole premise of that I just wrote manic pixie dream girl everything's oh, yeah. she's great then she's shit then she's yes. great then she's shit and it's like everything's about her is amazing but she's also terrible and I was just listening to it it's like yeah I know you're you're a young man and yes. you don't understand that women are autonomous well, um, it was he would really have funny. Only, he would have been super young he probably would have been like 18 or 19 when he wrote that song makes sense and that totally makes sense doesn't it but yeah. i remember being obsessed with i mean i was obsessed with him in general but i remember being obsessed with that song in particular because he um he used the words like fondling and stuff and i was always like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> even you though just it's clutched like with your it. pearls like an old lady by the way for the <laughs> listeners she's just like fondling clutch my pearls um yeah, fair enough. You know, so, teenage hormones. Like I, I interpreted all the songs by Blur. Like I thought every time yeah. they sang about a woman, it was not their wives. It was definitely me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Beck. So yeah, no Blur. That was so, when it was Blur. Yeah, yeah. when I was I love, younger. On my hippie girl, I love. She's a witness to her own glory. She's a never.
like, really good. Yeah, just yeah, I can definitely see. Yeah, he's definitely obsessed over this girl that he literally doesn't know how to talk to yeah. and can't, and is idolizing and can't deal with. She's as a, a witness to her own glory. She's yeah. a never-ending story. So, I, yeah. yeah, but that, it kind of makes her sound like a little bit shitty. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like George was saying, I think it's um, you never really know if it's positive or negative. Like yeah. it's flip-flopping yeah. between the two. Well, he but he says, calls her a goddess and stuff. Yeah, but, but then he says. It's a new age letdown in my face. She's so spaced and there ain't no space. Yeah. As if to say, how dare she be so yes. involved in herself in her own world? There's no space for me. And, it was and then just he, so I funny. Him, he, he, uses, he says mellow water. She's got mellow water on the bathroom towel. Yeah. And I remember always going like, what is that? And then I, someone had to tell me that's like mellow water is like we. Right. Yeah, so like I didn't know. Bung water pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's got bung water on a towel because she spilt it because she was high. Fair enough. Uh, that's one way of declaring your Jeez. love for someone is you are awesome just... and shit at the same time. Yeah, it was good fun. So I had to I had to mention that before we get run yeah. away. And there's yeah. good falsetto in that song as mm. well. There we go. We yeah. love falsetto. Yeah. But, and cool. then musically it's quite straightforward. It's just him with an acoustic guitar mostly and quite poppy in the melody and the rhythms and that sort of stuff. So it's yes. like, yeah. Showing his genre, his expansive style. Yeah, for sure. Grant, any favourite songs that we haven't touched on yet? No, I don't think so. Uh, certainly the opening, so five, six tracks, Beer Can, obviously classic. Yeah. I, 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 if, if, I don't know, were there, were there other singles? There was two I mean? singles, Loser and Beer Can. Okay, and Pain so of Mind was a single. Was Pain of Mind a yeah. single? Really? Okay. Because okay. I have the single. Right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Loser, Pain of Mind and no. Beer Can. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. that's sorry, my bad. Um, How so, dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, that's uh, what was it for myself. So just going back to Loser for a second, it was um, it sort of was released quite early, and then it was it was quite a slow burn. It started slowly making its way onto like rock radio stations and stuff, and it didn't sound like anything else. So it took a bit of time for radio stations to get used to it, but it finally sort of broke through and it got it into the charts. And so at one stage, it was on the heavy rock chart, and it was at number one. And just below it was All Apologies by Nirvana. Wow. And just below that was Mr. Jones by Cannon Crows, which I thought Grant would love. All three of those. <laughs> and George. Are, and George. All three of those Excuse were me. on Geffen as well. So Geffen had the one, two, three of, wow. of, oh, cool. of rock tracks yeah. in the US. In the and US I had, I owned all those albums. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm so basic. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. That's Straight really cool. I really enjoyed um, the slowed down song of like Whiskey Clone, Hotel City 997. Because yeah. um, it has this like choral backing um, over his chorus. And it's like really eerie. And then this moment that tricks you where he comes in with spoken word. Yes. Where he goes... Shouldn't talk to squirrels. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> Liam... I actually think it's she can talk to squirrels, but I always thought it was shouldn't talk to squirrels. Uh, <laughs> and I was well, always like, why not? Why shouldn't you? Do <laughs> what have they done why? to you? Yeah, That's what they, but it felt like it's that he had this kind of real, like, extra southern drawl to his yeah. voice when he was singing that one, and it was like you're in Texas and you're yeah. out in this dusty terrain and there's like literal tumbleweeds and it's yeah. barren and oh, gross it's so and good. it's dusty and such a good oh. song. Yeah, so I, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. And yeah. there was a couple of times where I was like. I wonder if he's ever worked with the White Stripes. Oh, he's worked with the White Stripes. That yeah, makes yeah. sense. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Like just uh-huh. a few times I was just saying. Just kind of, and then I was like, I wonder if like I was really into pavement. Me and too. you've mentioned earlier. So I love pavement. Pavement were one of the first people that taught me that you can be out of tune and it's okay. Because yes. um, I was a perfect pitch girl growing up. So yeah. it was like everything has to be perfect. Yeah. Um, and then pavement went, nah, 
it doesn't. And so um, around the time of this, I think Slanted and Enchanted by Pavement, which is like my favorite one of the records, yeah. um, came, I was around like 94 as well. And there was just that element of like, we're doing what we love. It's not perfect all the time. And that's what makes it great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's an innocence. Yeah, it's, it's really, really lovely. But it's sometimes it's deli- It's like the it's intent. He, it's with intent because you, I know that they're good musicians and they're like, no, this needs to sound sloppier or it needs to sound more distorted. It needs to sound it needs to sound like um it's like messy in some way. Yeah. And he even described the whole I won't go through it all, but he described it as like um a K-Tel commercial going through like the devils, this, that, and the <laughs> yeah. other, yeah, and yeah, coming yeah, out the yeah. other way. And it was like this whole thing. And I don't know if any of you have seen The Mighty Boosh. Yes. But there's literally an episode where they talk about producing an entire record where they put it through a crab and empty yes. a shoe and all that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. And that's what Beck sounded exactly. like in 94 yeah. when he was being interviewed. Yeah. And I was like, you are the epitome of hipster and yeah. I love it so much. He was beyond his time. Yeah, and he pulled so, together all those genres. And yeah. yeah. They were highlighted, the genres were hip-hop, rock, folk, blues, psychedelic country. Yeah. All in one record. And you're yeah. Like, really? It's pretty great. And once again, we've talked about jumping genres before and if you go too far, you lose the identity of what it mm-hmm. is. But it, it always sounds like a Beck song all the way. Like the, yeah. his vocals, but also just the way it's constructed. So the way he merges the genres and the way he uses the samples to tell the stories and that sort of stuff as well is like really cool. It is yeah. so cool. Do you have something we've not talked about? Um, I would only mm-hmm. go to, the only thing I would like to cover is the last song, Black Hole. Black Hole. Which I absolutely love. Um, <gasps> he will never do a better final track than this one. <laughs> this <laughs> the lullaby at the end. the standard early. He will never do. <laughs> so wow, it's just what the, a claim. The, the like acoustic and the violin and it's the sadness and the yearning, but also the sort of going to sleep. And it's just... It's got that tone, like it's just that awesome closer on the album. It's just like to finish it off. It's but then if you go to sleep to it, you get you're gonna then get you're really awake. I love what I see at the end. Crazy. Motive noises on the end. Yes, in your life. What have you just done? I, I'm pretty I feel sure like I've done that. Analog, obviously, to me, for like the hidden track feels like he just put his whole album on rewind <laughs> and then just went, that was it. He's just like, he's just like analogued it. Like it's yeah. just on, it's on, it's on his eight track. He's pressed rewind and he's yeah. recorded what it's playing to him and i was like what are you doing i i was so excited about that synth track because when i started collecting synths which was after this album came out i started realizing what all those sounds were you know Mm. like what like what kind of synth he was using and what he was doing and um and so that was really exciting i was like oh he's you know he's like he's excited about this like i'm excited about this (laughs) that was pretty cool that's that's lovely. Yeah, yeah I do like cool. that. He in it um, in black hole, which sounds like it should be. I was like going, you know, black hole. It should be like a terrifying song, and mm. then it's a really sweet kind of lullaby. Yeah, um, and it says, "Wake up, wake up, nothing's gonna harm you." And I believed it too. <laughs> I was like, "That it's true," because I was then waiting for something. Because it's been a while since I listened to the album through, and I was like, "I'm waiting for you to turn it around and punch me in the face," and then it doesn't it just yeah. goes nah there's just some violin and, yes. a, and we're gonna do a little lift then we're gonna do a minor <laughs> drop but we're gonna lift yeah. again and don't worry shh. <laughs> so yeah it's a little lullaby so it is a really good mm. final track yeah any other stuff you want to discuss before we wrap up any other hints or tips or tricks um not really i think it, I, it's really funny i did i was asked to do this beck tribute show recently i think it was i don't know if it was this year or last year um, and I remember saying, like, I'll do it as long as I don't have to do any new stuff. I can, like, only do old stuff. Yeah. 
Um, and so I did Loser. So I think that's the only song off this album that I did. Mm. Um, but I did it completely without instruments. So I just got the audience to clap and then I just rapped over it. Oh, nice. And then I also didn't do wow. the choruses at all. <laughs> 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 it was just a real, like, what a dick. Why did I do that? <laughs> but I thought it would be really funny if I just rapped the whole thing. Um, but it was so fun to rap. And I just thought, I know that Beck... Um, you know, he's talked in interviews about like how he didn't really, that was sort of like a first take that mm-hmm. he did on Loser and how he thought like, oh, if I knew that it had got m- that much attention as it did, I would have tried harder. Tried harder. No way, <laughs> that would have ruined it. That's what made harder. it great. Yeah. You know, if sure. he didn't was, sound like a loser yeah. singing I'm a loser, yeah. then yeah. you'd be like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Just, yeah, he was just like just really another natural. white privileged yeah. Jewish boy like <laughs> coming out going, look at me. But no, he yeah. genuinely sounded like that slacker class. So. Yeah. Mm. No, he's, it's we, great. And I, I just really, I still really love the album. I mm. loved listening to it when I was thinking about doing this podcast. Cool. Um, and you know, I've probably heard this album more than any other album in my life. Nice. So did you want to give us the final pitch for why you think it's flawless? Final pitch, why this is flawless. Um, I feel like I sort of just wrapped it up, but (laughs) (laughs) I can leave it at that. That's okay. That's all right. No, I think this album is perfect because, um, it has an innocence about it. It's like someone singing from their heart who doesn't know that people are listening um there's like george said before it's got so many different genres um it just sounds like he doesn't give a shit um and you know it's got great production the break beats are incredible um it's yeah i just think it's it's an album that i'll never get sick of nice yeah cool grant final take and a thumbs up or thumbs down jeez beck loser 1994 was it yes Wowzers, Mellow Gold, Loser. Who hasn't in South Africa sung the lyrics to the song yeah. on a dance floor somewhere? Wow, it's like in the an world. indie yeah, yeah. classic. Like, it, is, it is, absolutely. Um, and then listening to the whole album in 10, you're like, wowzers, it it's an absolute journey. And I, and, I, and I think certainly for mine, having I probably didn't pay much attention to it a couple of years ago when I had a slide. Yeah. Slide. Yep. Yeah. Um, slider. I think uh, it's a slider. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a, a tiny burger. burger. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a little. Doesn't mind. He's trying. He's I'm just, just trying. Imagine you you like slider. a pork pork slider. You, yeah, you use your slider on your That's, guitar. Yeah, it didn't, and it, it didn't work so well. Um, one to six, I'm like, absolutely yes, flipping awesome. Um, pain on mind, fucking with my head, up to truck driving neighbor dance, neighbors downstairs. I'm like, yes, this is all awesome. And I found for mine, sweet sunshine, just to like, what? Right. And maybe it's lack of context, total innocence from where, from my upbringing <laughs> oh, honey, in relation to innocent. what it could have been in relation to. And then it goes to Beck and I'm like, hey, we're back on. We're all cool. Like, don't worry about things. Um, <laughs> Through to, you know, steal my, what? Steal my body steal home, my body home. et cetera, et cetera. And I actually listened to, I had Analog Odyssey as a separate track. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. Spotify and iTunes. I'm going to say no mm-hmm. for Sweet Sunshine. Okay. But only mm-hmm. for that. Otherwise. Super close. Great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely super close. Um, and thoroughly enjoyed it. And, and I'll probably, to be honest, listen to the whole thing end to end. And it, it may well still grow on me again. Um now that I have more context and I feel a little bit too innocent <laughs> with my pork belly 
slider <laughs> sweet sunshine and what it relates to. But um, I'm going to say no for mine. Cool. Grant, um, George. I just spoke to Grant. How can you not tell yeah, us no. apart? Yeah, Seriously. Yeah. The I know we're era. both foreign, but immigrants aren't the same, you know. <laughs> we're not all the same. Uh, so um, I remember loving this record when I first heard it. Um, I remember loving this, like, Loser. I can't remember listening to other tracks when I was, like, um, on MTV. I think Loser was probably the only one that was just played all the time, which was good because I enjoyed singing along. I never learned how to say all the words to it. I just remember in the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey uh, and that was all I knew <laughs> until the chorus for the for the end of time since 94 um, I'll, I'll teach you you yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> so I have a new friend yeah also like Beck I am very bad at rapping unless it's Warren G and Nate Dogs regulate in which case oh, I am the best that's um, on my track list awesome good because I will never share a mic on that I am both Warren G and Nate Dogg when I sing that song Thank you. Uh, so yeah, so I love every song on this album, but I want them to be two separate albums. Does that sound <laughs> weird? <laughs> so done this no, before, this is you reproduce it. You, yeah, you I'm go into the studio it. with them and you go, nope. The reason why I'm saying that, and I know it sounds odd, uh, but do you remember? Bright Eyes in 2005 brought out two albums on the yes. same day. So I'm Wide Awake, it's, uh, um, it's Morning, and then um, Digital Ashes and Digital Earn because it was two different styles and yeah. he was like I've got my cutesy folky stuff and then I've got my weird digital stuff and it's like yeah good we're on board so people can pick and choose and in this there's so many highs and then so many like weird draws and lows and stuff and I love them all but I remember going when I had a CD player and this on CD um, where I had a fancy one where you could select which songs you wanted to listen to sure. and yeah right on the remote so what? on the remote you could select and you could create a playlist of CD, so you could skip tracks. So depending on what mood I was in, I had version one and version two of the album, and I remembered wow. it when I had to listen back. So there were certain songs which are like the lo-fi, mm. whatever, you know, like Acoustic. cool, whatever. And then there's the other ones which are really impactful and hip-hoppy and brilliant, like distorted mics and stuff. And I love them all, but I remember I separate them out. Yeah. So although I find every track to be beautiful to listen to, I can't. Like, it's just part of his, like, growing up, I guess. Like, I just, the album itself needed to be more fluid for me. So it's not flawless, but I just, mm -hmm. everything individually is, but just as an album, it's not perfect for me. Cool. And for me, I was so excited when you nominated this album. <laughs> because um, when we were first starting to put the shortlist of albums together and that sort of stuff, we were like, oh, we won't talk about albums that everyone's already talked about so mm -hmm. Nirvana's Nevermind and there's a few other ones and Beck's Odelay was one which I'm like that's a flawless album mm -hmm. and I could talk all day about it but we really don't need to hear more people talking about that sure. but then I was like yeah I get to talk about a Beck album and I hadn't listened to it in a really long time and just straight away I was like yep yeah, no this is flawless I remember this I remember <laughs> loving every track on this album like I think if I listened to it now for the first time, I'd love it, but there'd be a couple of tracks that I'd be like, nah, I don't really get a lot for that. Mm -hmm. But just that memory of going back to, you know, listening to music for the first time and finding out, even before I really knew what genres were, that you could, this guy could sure. just merge them together and come out with some awesome stuff. And it's really good. He's really good at creating like soundscapes around the song. So even if it's like, it might be really simple instrument playing and really simple lyrics as well, really straightforward, which not always, but sometimes. But he's just that the tone and the sound and the whole feel of the song is really really good so and i can also see 
the um, the little things that he will do in Odelay, like that he will take to the next level in Odelay and make amazing, yeah. which I think is part of that stuff, George, that you were talking about, of like merging those things a bit more together. So mm-hmm. it's not as much of a difference between one song yeah, style and another one. Because um, the hidden track as well, I would love that to have been a bridger between a slow and fast track yeah. sure. earlier in, the, in yeah. earlier in the album. But as somebody that used to listen to CDs to go to sleep to, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. it would be, oh, shit me rough. up every time. So, and I remember <laughs> genuinely being shitted up listening to this album, going at the end, just going, what the? Because how much time is it in the end? Isn't it like Between 13 the minutes? Two? Yeah, it's quite a, it's like, yeah, it's more like than a, 10 minutes. Yeah, it's more mm. than 10 minutes. And I, and I remember that because when I'm listening now, oh yeah, so just enough for you to go, this is sweet lullaby. <laughs> Thank you, Beck. And also Beck is spelt differently in his real name than his stage name. Yeah. There's no C, there's no yeah. K in it. Yeah, I guess to be confused with Rebecca. Yeah. But yeah, so it was just like that shitted me up a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Cool. Well, Two, two in, two out. Unfortunately, we couldn't get over the line, but thank you very much for coming in and bringing thank the album. We had so a great time talking me. about it. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we are Flawless AMP on all of those. So check us out. Give us a rating. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Share us with a friend. Every little bit you can do helps us to find more music lovers like you. As mentioned, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash flawlessamp. If you'd like to back us, please check us out. Other than that, thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time. Thank you.